When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to have sex. <laughs> Actually, we're not, because uh, life is tough and it's stressful and <laughs> there's just too much to think about. I've had sex. <laughs> How do you think you were born? Wait. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's one of those going to be one of those weeks, man. Yeah. You know, for a Simpsons episode, this is, uh, this is more on the South Park lane of things. <laughs> kind of. I mean, it didn't get too dirty and it wasn't no. topical, topical humor in any way. No, but I mean, it was tastefully done. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who's ready for season six, episode 10, Grandpa versus sexual inadequacy? Or as some people, um, I don't know, Disney Plus had this, and apparently this has kind of been out there a little bit, but also other people kind of mistake it for grandpa versus sexual inadequacy. I mean, they're both the right words. Yeah, They're just spelled a little bit differently. But so, the Simpsons went with G-R-A-M-P-A. Yes. So, so. that's that's how we're going to do it. Come on, Disney Plus. Unbelievable again with your It's like the craziness. fourth one. Yeah. Now, who's grandpa? Grandpa's fighting sex? No, or... he's. we'll find out. Oh, okay. We'll find out what he's doing with sex. Besides <laughs> not having any. Because he's old. Now. Yeah. Uh, so the air date, December 4th, 1994. Um, I, I get the feeling this episode was not a wintertime episode. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think it was. So we haven't gotten to the... The Simpsons kind of centering their episodes around when they're going to air. Well, we kind of did. We had a bunch of winter episodes already. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, recap when Grandpa and Homer travel selling an elixir, Grandpa reveals that Homer's conception was unplanned. Oh, that's man. like part of the episode. Yes. I mean, well, we don't want to give, we don't want to give away too much. No, no, I guess we don't. Uh, the chalkboard this week, uh, chalkboard gag. My homework was not stolen by a one-armed man. And I think this is a reference to The Fugitive. Yeah, that's a, I'm guessing The Fugitive came out in 93, 94. I think it came out in 92. Or 92? All right. Yeah, 92, yeah. 93. Well, it came out before, obviously, they wrote this episode. Oh, right, because also we had The Fugitive uh, uh, Millhouse deal. Yeah. So these guys, I, I love The Simpsons when they decide to uh, reuse... Uh, 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 what is that? Uh, references. Yeah. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Bart probably just didn't do his homework and said it was stolen by a one-armed man. He did. I mean, yeah. usually, I mean, the typical dog ate my homework bit probably doesn't work yeah. with him anymore. So he had a couple. Except for that there. one episode where Santa's little helper actually did eat his homework. Yep. And but, nobody but, believed him. But no one believed him. Yeah. 
Uh, our couch gag this week. Uh, the family run in from the side past a repeating background shot of the couch and TV. And this is uh, to parody how 50s and 60s cartoons utilize repeating backgrounds in order to save money. We've talked about this on previous Simpsons episodes. They always, you know, they kind of pull from those kind of cartoons. Yep. So it's kind of cool that they did it in a couch gag. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And so now we uh, we get Homer and Marge watching TV in bed. Yes. Now they brought the TV up from the den, probably right. Yeah, I would they, say they, so. they don't normally they don't normally have a TV in their bedroom. Not always. <laughs> Not always. It's only um, when the plot desires desires it. Yes. And so they're watching the 1971 film Good Time Slim, Uncle Doobie, and the Great Fiasco Freakout. No, no, Frisco Freakout. Oh, sorry. Frisco Freakout. <laughs> Starring who? Troy McLuhan. Does anybody remember this movie? I don't get it. Cause, cause, cause he always says, remember I'm in such films. Yeah. I don't think he ever uh, told us he was in this film. No. And I, I like how it was the thousand dollar movie of the week. Yeah. <laughs> thousand with a uh, dollar sign for the yeah. S. Thousand dollar sign movie. Yep. And uh, Marge, you know, she just wants to snuggle. She snuggles yeah. up, kisses Homer as he's watching. And he's like, please, Marge, how often can I see a movie of this caliber on late night TV? <laughs> Where's like, is there something wrong, homie? No, it's just that I've only seen this movie twice before. And I've seen you every night for the last 11. Yeah. Uh, what I meant to say is, uh, we'll snuggle tomorrow, sweetie. I promise. Now, have you ever, have you ever pulled that with uh, Shay where you're watching a movie that you've seen a half a dozen times and she's like, you know, saying, Steve, why are you watching this movie again? No, not really. No. No, I know. I, I know. Her dad does that to us all the time. With like when we actually watch The Simpsons or other stuff. Have you already seen that? Yes, yeah, but it's all great. The time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. No, it's crazy. Like I swear. Yeah, our parents always are like, "How many times do you need to see this?" Or we'll be quoting something. How many times did you see this? I'm like <laughs> once. <laughs> oh, I mean, Shay knows I watch things multiple times. Uh, she knows I watch The Simpsons a million times over my life. Princess yeah. Bride. I watch a lot of stuff over and Inconceivable. over again. Exactly. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I, I like how, movie. I like in the movie when uh, it's like, what about what was it? What about the the money or the stash? Yeah, they had yeah. like they had they had like all they the had diamonds. the wrong bag. They had yes. the wrong bag. And Troy's like or the guy with Troy is like, what about the stash? And Troy McClure's there is more than one way to get high. Which and then is they gr- drive up the drive up the uh, well, they're in San Francisco and as we yeah. know, San Francisco has like roadie hills and they jump yeah. off one of the roadie hills and they got high yep and so yeah, they did. now we get a month later title card yep and uh homer comes like sprawling into his bed because he's eaten too many enchiladas there's and, never there's no such thing as eating too many enchiladas yeah and he can't snuggle tonight either and then we get later that year title card Yep. so obviously i'm guessing we're in january now because we're in december remember later that month is january or a month later is january and then later that year so maybe we're back into spring spring fall summer i don't know somewhere around there we're we're looping around again where they don't age remember they don't age they just yeah there's no years (laughs) exactly all right yeah later that year what are they talking about 
So uh, Homer and Marge are about to do the deed when Bart rushes yep. into the room and they yell at him not to turn on the light. He's like, oh Don't my turn on God. the light. Don't turn on the light. And I and I love it because I just found a meme um, while <laughs> hunting the internet today, and I sent it to my brother. I'm like, see, it's a meme, meme moment. And it was. Uh, I think I think I preferred the first meme you sent to me though because it's always in sunny, always in, always yes. sunny in Philadelphia. That was a great meme. Yeah. So this one was uh, it was uh, Spaceballs where uh, Princess Vespa and yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what was his God? What's his name? Barf. No, not Barf. Not Han Solo. The Han, the Han the, Solo? Yeah, the Han Solo character. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. That guy. I can't, why can't I remember his name? I remember the princess's name, but I can't remember his name. Oh my God, name. what is his name? I can't, re- I honestly can't remember. But anyway, uh, but anyway, so uh, these, they're, they're like, don't turn on the light. And then it's the uh, droid. So like, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to disable my virgin alarm. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was great. Okay, Hold anyway, on. I gotta, I gotta figure out the name because it's gonna bug okay. me. Probably. You... And so Bart says, "Oh, there's a UFO outside my window." And I'm like, "Oh, now I'm glad Elliot's not old enough yet to walk in on me and Shay, which is, which is great." So Bart, <laughs> Bart's like, "Oh, there's a UFO outside," and uh, um, yeah. So I'm glad Elliot's not old enough to wander into my room yet. So that's that's yeah. good. Um, By the way, uh, it's Lone Star. Lone Star. Oh, my God. I'm going to get kicked (laughs) kicked in the teeth for not remembering that. Um, But but they go into Bart's room. It's like, oh, it's just an umbrella, Bart. He's like, but can I sleep in your room? No. (laughs) And Bart's like, can I sit on the roof with a baseball bat just in case the UFO does come? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's like Marge just leaves the room. Yep. And so Marge goes back into her bedroom and you can see Bart climbing up to the roof through his window and uh, Homer fell asleep while Marge was uh, with Bart and uh, yeah. Mar- Marge wakes him up to talk about, you know, their marital life. And he's uh, like, Marge, there's too much pressure. What with my job, the kids, traffic snarls, political strife at home and abroad. But I promise you, the second all of those <laughs> things go away, we'll have sex. Well, I can't wait that long. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Marge suggests that oh, we should get help uh, by getting a book. And Homer agrees, <laughs> uh, I guess. And Marge Well, he like, thought they were going to get a sexy book. Yeah, or porno or something. And Marge yeah. has a tasteful book. And then she turns <laughs> off the lights. And uh, you see Bart is shown falling off the roof and running to the front door and ringing the doorbell. Because he doesn't yeah. have a key to get into the house. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they lock the doors at night. Oh, that's a good idea. Especially with that yeah. cat burglar running around. Yeah. Well, no, I think uh, the cat burglar probably just disappeared. He skipped down? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I guess that's good. Um, and so they go to a, a store. Um, books. Books. And additional books. Uh, I can't remember what was the name of. Oh, it was at uh, what was the name of the bookstore? I don't did they remember. Not, did they not have the name of the bookstore on it? Was it just books, books, and additional books? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh wow, uh, yeah. that's a good name for a store, I guess. Uh, today's yeah. special: Michener ninety nine dollar or dollar ninety nine a pound. <laughs> Is it Michener uh, or Meichner? 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 Yeah, it's the last name of James Meichner, an American writer. 
Was he heavy so, set? Was that why it was a dollar ninety nine? No, I saw because I looked this up and he looked like he was a thin guy. Oh, weird. Did he talk about food? I didn't look. I didn't look into him. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> so now we see Marge and Homer going to the marital relations section of the uh, store, uh, where there's books that include kosher erotic cakes, how to seduce your lousy lazy husband. I feel like that that's the one Marge should have got. Yeah. Uh, Bordello Repair. <laughs> volume volume one. 1. Sorry, Volume 1. Bork on Sex. I don't know what I don't, Bork I, means. Maybe he's a writer. Boink, I, don't... I know Boink is a term, not yeah. Bork. Bork, Bork, Bork. Oh, maybe it was the Swedish <laughs> Chef's uh, book. <laughs> <laughs> bork, 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 maybe. Bork, Bork. <laughs> yeah. We didn't see the cover, so we don't know. Uh, no. Weight Loss Through Laborious Sex. That's a good one, too. That one, to- okay, they should have got the Lazy Husband one and that one. Homer should have got that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good That would have been a good one. Uh, yeah. So Homer, I like how Homer picks up the Kama Sutra and Homer points us, hey, this guy looks like a poo. Because the Kama oh, Sutra is an Indian uh, book. Sex book. Yeah. yeah. Sex positions. Yeah, yeah, I love how Marge is like, Marge is like, Homer, put that down. Because they, she doesn't want anybody see them looking through the the books. And right yeah. as she says that, of course, on cue, the kids come by to ask what they're looking at. Yep. And then Marge picks up uh, a book called Tanks <laughs> of the Third Reich, and Homer picks up Maplethorpe. Maplethorpe. Yeah, I don't um, know. Uh, yeah, it's a photography. If it's a, it's a photography book by Robert Maplethorpe. And he does scream. He screams when he gets a look at the contents. Um, and uh, Mapplethorpe was famous for homoerotic nature of his work. Yeah. Well, as the outside of the book suggests, it was just a huge ass. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, they just they they decide to go and get a book on tape. And the book on tape they pick out is Mister and Mrs. Erotic American, voiced <laughs> by Paul Harvey. And that's yeah. the rest of the story. And unfortunately, Paul Harvey didn't uh, guest voice this episode. No, I'm a little surprised they didn't. Well, maybe they asked and he's like, no. Maybe. Which is kind of weird. I mean, I guess it was a little bit down the road. They got like Larry King. Did they get Larry King earlier? A little bit later? Uh, they got him earlier. They got him earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Because they know. got him for the mayor, the mayor's race. That's right. That's right. So yeah. I don't know why Paul Harvey would have been so stuck up unless they didn't ask him. Yeah, maybe. Um, and so Lisa picks out an Al Gore book titled Sane Planning, Sensible Tomorrow, which I feel like if, well, Al Gore did write a book around this time. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, that would definitely be something he would probably talk about because he's always about, you know, making sure our life is sustainable on Earth. You mean the book Lisa um, did pick up pick up was Life of Man, Bear, Pig? No, no, no that's South Park. Oh, Two different okay. universes. Yeah. Um, and Bart Bart gets the book Unide- Unidentified Flying Outrage, yes, and Bart's so like the government is covering it up, and he says that's just a fantasy. And right <laughs> after she says that, she hands uh... the books over to get scanned. Her books get scanned, and like you get some like X Files type music played, and you see like after it scans, like the the data is getting transmitted through a wire and like and broadcast to the out to. Yeah, it go it gets broadcast all the way to the Pentagon where. Mr. Al Gore, the vice president, 
is uh, sitting. No, no, no. He's probably... in the White House. No, he's in the White House. The guy, the army guy, oh. tears the thing off the printer and then runs apparently to the White House. <laughs> the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're coming up on, you know, top top three definitely favorite scenes entirely of The Simpsons. So Al Gore, you know, is told that he somebody bought his book and he's like, well, this calls for a celebration. And he turns on Celebration by Cool and the Gang and they sing Celebrate Good Times. Come on. <laughs> and he's like. I will. I, I love it. I use that all the time. I swear to God, every time this song is played on the radio, I'm like, I will yep. celebrate. Thank you. Yeah, I do that too. I love it so much. It's the first thing I think of when I hear the song. It's yep. it's fantastic. So now we get, um, you know, Homer and Marge. I think they were in bed. Were they in uh, bed or in the house? I think they start in bed now. I think when they start listening to Paul Harvey, they're in yeah. bed for the first time. Yeah, so they're listening to Paul Harvey's book on tape, and the first suggestion from Paul Harvey is to take a bath together, because you know it's intimate, it should be relaxing. Um, you better have a you better have a really big tub, especially if you're Homer and Marge, because they're both Homer's fat and Marge is tall, and so they try this. Um, but yeah, it doesn't work. No, no, dude, dude, I'm small. My wife's small. No, it doesn't. Doesn't matter. You need like a jacuzzi tub for oh, absolutely that, that to work. Yeah, so um, they both get stuck in the tub, and Homer, you know, he gets his back, like, jammed up against the faucet, which, oh my god, my back felt that, and Homer knocks the faucet off, which causes the water to spray out, so apparently they didn't turn off the water? I mean, the bath was already drawn. No, 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 okay, how does that, don't you, okay, so if you disconnect a faucet, don't you have to turn off your water source? Otherwise it would, because all it does, no, 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 that, that makes sense because you have to actually turn the knob for the water to exit the faucet, to exit the faucet. So if you knock off the faucet, water would spray everywhere, regardless of the knob. I don't think that's how that works. No, because I thought the knob opens and closes the faucet. Well, it yeah, it does, but it also sends pressure so the water comes out. Yeah, but if you knock the faucet off, there's nothing to stop the pressure, right? Okay, if there's a plumber that listens to our <laughs> podcast, please reach out to us. I'm very interested to know if the, if the water is turned off and a faucet is knocked loose, is the water going to spray? I think you might be right, Steve. Because I thought you have to turn off your water main. Like, you have to turn off your water main to actually re- change a faucet. To actually, like, like let's say your faucet's broken or whatever. Yeah. You actually have to turn off the water main to change out your faucet. Otherwise, that shit will happen. I mean, I don't know when I changed out my, now granted, this was a garbage disposal, but I never turned off the water when I changed that. Well, that's because it's in the sink. That has nothing to do with your water. That's true. Yeah, you might be right. Um, And so, uh, so the water sprays out on Marge's face and some of it splashes on the candles and now they're in the dark and they, they yell for the kids, (laughs) which I don't know if I would help them out of that situation. I I may throw like a stick of butter in there blindfolded and hope it gets into the bathtub so they can like slick up and get out. uh, Yeah. I don't think uh, Bart or Lisa, maybe Maggie, Maggie is prone to helping the family, Uh, but I don't think, I don't think Bart or Lisa would ever want to see that. I mean, I wouldn't want to see that. I wouldn't want to see our parents in any sort of that situation. I'd be like, good luck getting out of the tub, buddy. Yeah. That's your problem. So the next suggestion on the tape is a romantic vacation. So they decide to go to the Aphrodite Inn 
fantasy rooms and conference center Ooh, for maybe fancy. i guess like a, a sex toys convention <laughs> maybe and so homeroom march uh look at the fantasy rooms that are offered at the aphrodite suite or aphrodite inn sorry it's not a suite marge is like "Ooh, the arabian nights room looks nice homer's like "Ooh, the pharaoh's chamber has a vibrating sarcophagus Ooh, that's Ooh. awesome and uh so you know um but they didn't reserve a room and so you know they get the utility room and before they even do that uh mayor quimby comes out uh from the caveman room dressed in an appropriate outfit <laughs> to say that the toilet uh, is overflowing that's good god I don't know, where did he get a uh what fred flintstone outfit uh, yeah why not <laughs> costume store it's I probably guess? no it's probably in the room they're themed rooms oh yeah you're probably right that does make sense so the themed rooms at the end are the arabian nights room the pharaoh's chamber which homer noted has the vibrating sarcophagus and the caveman room which is the one mayor quimby came out of the safari room the camelot room and the utility room and the utility room is actually the utility room <laughs> it um, is it's a real which is utility where, room yeah, which is where Homer and Marge end up. Um, and Marge is like, this isn't really that romantic. I mean, I agree. It's a, yeah, it's gross. Homer's like, he's trying. He's like, well, I can be the janitor. And what do you say? She could be the janitor's, <laughs> the janitor's wife. wife <laughs> who came home and like was uh, trying to live that janitor life or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't but know. But I like how it was like two cots. Yeah, so what, there wasn't even a full bed in there, like no. even a twin bed or anything. Just yeah. two cots, and uh, so Marge. Uh, she, okay, so it's the end of they're driving back from this uh, horrible vacation, and and Paul Harvey's like, yeah, by now you guys should be like loving in your arms, <laughs> and the end. And Marge is like, fuck this, and throws the tape out the window, <laughs> yeah. and then Homer rub, runs it over several times with his car. <laughs> I'm very disappointed they didn't use, and this is the rest of the story. Once again, if you don't, don't get Paul Anka, I guarantee Paul you Harvey. They, or sorry, Paul Harvey. Paul Anka? <laughs> the singer? <laughs> yes. Um, but if you don't get Paul Harvey, I'm guessing you're not allowed to use his tagline. I'm guessing there had it in some, because that's, well, what is Paul Harvey? Was he on 60 Minutes? Yes. Yeah, maybe CBS like wouldn't let him do their thing on Fox. Uh, that's possible, but Paul Harvey also had a segment that ran on WGN radio. He did. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I must've been a weird situation. Yeah. Too bad we didn't get Bill Oakley or Josh Weinstein or Wes Archer involved <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are listening, let us know. Yeah. So uh, they get home and they're greeted by Abe. They're like, welcome <laughs> home, son. I broke two lamps and lost your mail. What's wrong with your wife? <laughs> and I was like, Never mind. You wouldn't understand. Flu? No. Protein deficiency? No. I'm not even going to pronounce this word. Hold on. Let me give it a let me give it a whirl. Uh, pneumomonolitromicroscopic silicovolcaniconosis. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Unsatisfying sex life? No. Yes. But please don't say that word. And Crab was like, what? Sex? sex? What's Doesn't so unappealing d- about the word hearing your elderly father talk about sex? I had <laughs> sex. That's what it is. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, I'm glad 
my dad and mom never had the talk with me. Uh, they kind of had the talk with me. We're not going to discuss why it happened, but it happened. I, I didn't get the talk, but what I did get was a goodbye letter from I, just our dad. I, I think I remember. I should, I, I'm glad I didn't save the letter, but it was a letter <laughs> in my backpack. Yeah. With a condom, mind you. Huh? On my way to, after they dropped me off for college. They were gone. Like your freshman year? Your freshman year. I shit you not. And I, like I said, I don't remember the letter much. I mean, it's obviously years past now, like yeah. 20 years past now. So I, I don't remember it at all, but I do remember that letter and that condom and my dad trying to say whatever he wanted to say. Wow. So, I never, Hey, good on him for at least trying. I think if I remember correctly, dad kind of talked to me. Um, obviously growing up, we like, I don't know if people can tell by listening to this podcast, but I'm not really the dating type either by circumstance or because people don't like me. I'm going to probably go with the second one. Um, but you know, you growing up, you dated a lot. Oh yeah. Like you were, you were a ladies man growing up and our cousin Danny and I actually talked about it once because our (laughs) grandfather was a ladies man growing up. Yes. And, and our cousin, my, our cousin Danny and I, we both aren't really, you know, we weren't really daters. No. So like, I'm, I'm wondering if dad actually knew your, I don't know, your proclivity of dating women. Maybe. I mean, I, I mean, I, it, I, I, you, if you can remember me, I can't. I went to a lot of the girls' houses. I don't think I brought them home. Oh, you never brought a girl home. Yeah, I didn't think so. I went to the girls' houses all the time. I don't ever remember you once bringing a woman home. Yeah. Not I, a I single honestly, time. I, I honestly don't think so. I mean, moms love me. Their dads, yeah. I feel like, love me too. Otherwise, I don't think they let me spend the time alone in their basement with their daughter. Yeah. So probably still not a great idea. Literally, I think the only woman I have ever met that you have ever dated, you are now married to. Yeah. (laughs) I, well, now granted when you went off to college, I mean, I was in high school. Yeah. I mean, even, and even in high school, I mean, I was in middle school. So, you know, you were either working and I, you know, we know our paths didn't really cross a whole lot. Once we hit, you hit high school age. No. So, um, yeah, I, that's, Hey, at least maybe mom told him to do something. Maybe. It's and, a and she pushed him to it, but he did it. Well, he wrote a letter, not, not a talk, but a letter was okay. It, it better than not talk. Like, Hey, there's so many parents <laughs> that don't talk to their kids about sex and yeah. bad things happen. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, we, uh, see Homer taking a back to the retirement home. And, you know, Homer's about to leave and Abe, you know, says something that he can, he has something that can help with Homer's love life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love how Abe just mixes a bunch of liquids from his medicine cabinet, telling a story how he discovered this. because No, no, his, his grandfather, his grandfather oh, discovered. His gra- yes. Do you remember why? I can't remember why. I don't remember why. Yep. And so. So, you know, a, you know, Abe's finishing up. Homer leaves as Abe finishes. Well, well it was like, well, as he's mixing it, he's like, I got a home remedy that'll put the Zousers back in your trousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, lot of good old timey, wimey uh, sayings from Abe. 
I know. This, this is a good Abe episode. I love yeah. this episode. This is a great Abe episode. Yeah. And so, you know, he, Homer's Oh, Sean, yeah, here it is. This is, uh, it's in the book. Legend has it. My great-grandpappy stumbled upon this recipe when he was trying to invent a cheap substitute for holy water. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I like it. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, Homer's off to his car, and Abe's like, you lousy anchorator's always like, here, take this. And he throws the bottle from his window. That's impressive, that Homer car. car. Yeah, that was dangerous. I know. And uh, so he's like, "You, I want you to think of me when you're having the best <laughs> oh. sex of your life. Oh, God. No. No. Oh, great. Oh, great God. line. I- I don't if if my if either of if any of our grandparents were still alive today and they gave me something for my sex life, even if I wasn't having issues and they said that line, I think I would have ED for the rest of my life. Yes, that was great. I love it. And so Homer drinks the elixir and it makes him obviously horny because it did its job. So he goes home and unplugs the TV <laughs> and to the kids like, kids, here's $50. Why not go to the movies and then take a cab to your aunt's house and stay there for a phone call? Uh, stay there, phone call you later now. No, no, no. And rushes him out of the house. <laughs> well, he wants he wants that good loving. I mean. He uh, wants that afternoon delight. I, I, yes. And, but I like how Homer like says to go to Aunt Patty and Selma's <laughs> house. Like. Instead of grandpa's or Flanders, like I might have picked Flanders over Aunt Patty yeah. and Selma because, you know, Homer dislikes them enough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're they're out the door. They're gone. Well, I mean, he's he's got a horny brain. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, Homer grabs Marge, takes her up to the bedroom. And I like how we get a uh, train yeah. going through the tunnel. Like this reminded me of like Austin Powers. Yes. Like the, the innuendos from Austin Powers. It was yeah. really good. I liked yeah. it. And uh, so we see a train running through the tunnel, rocket blasting off and hot dogs rolling off a conveyor belt. Uh, but that really wasn't a sexual, well, kind no. of a sexual innuendo. Maybe? It kind of was. Kind of. But uh, it was actually them at the uh, stock footage festival. That's <laughs> I, I I mean, a film festival for stock footage. I mean, it doesn't yeah. exist in, that I know of, but could be a good one. I yeah. mean, a stock footage. That's funny because, I mean, you know, working in television, depending on the story, if it's like a really generic story, oh, oh, do I use generic video? Nice. Well, when I used to edit, I don't really edit anymore. But. We should get a bunch of like TV studios and film studios together and have a stock footage film festival. <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. I would enjoy it, but that's just me. Yeah. And so Lisa asks Bart, what, the, <laughs> what do you think Marge and Homer are doing? And Bart's like, uh. Bart doesn't care. Bart doesn't have no. that on his brain right now. So Plus he's when, enjoying the stock film, film footage. So when I was probably in like elementary school, early middle school. I I hate to say this out loud, but let's just say at night, there were multiple times where I would hear heavy breathing because her house was not that big. Well, you were directly across from the room. I got the corner room. Yes, I was. And I heard heavy breathing at least once or twice a week growing up. At least I didn't see it. This is indeed a disturbing universe. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so uh, after after the uh, Marge and Homer are done doing the deed, uh, Homer's in the bathroom shaving, and I love how as the conversation progresses, yeah. 
Homer's stubble grows back. Yeah, it's the second time they've done this. Yeah, Slump Enchanted Evening was the original original yeah. time this happened. I so think Homer's, there's another episode where it happens, too. Yeah. Homer's facial hair just, just, just grows yeah. back. Yeah. And so, you know, Marge suggests that Homer uh, and his dad should go sell the elixir. And Homer asks, it's like, it's like about his New Year's resolution. He's like, but Marge. What New was this? So what was his New Year's resolution? To spend less time with his dad? Exactly. <laughs> That's a horrible um, New Year's resolution. Yep. And Marge, Marge tells him, but you can make a lot of money selling your love potion. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. Although we'll find out a little bit later why they probably shouldn't be selling it. Well, that and we're going to get into the price, too. Yeah. And Sober's like, all right, where's my pants? He's <laughs> like, well, you threw it out your window in a fit of passion. Because uh, you never would need them again. And now we see outside Ned and Mata trying to get the pants out of the tree. And, uh, and Ned's like, be, be ready. Ready for that wastebasket. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That that's good. great. Oh. And so now Homer and uh, Abe are in the, I'm guessing, Abe's bathroom making yep. love posa. So I, and Homer's like, ooh, mama, this is finally really happening. After years of disappointment <laughs> with get-rich-quick schemes, I know I'm going to get rich with this scheme and quick. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think back to like, I mean, he had the sugar one. Yep. What were his other quick rich schemes? I mean, unless he's talking about his side jobs, like Mr. Plow or, I mean, going, Maybe. To, space, going to space really wasn't a quick, uh, get rich quick scheme. No. I don't know. I, I, I guess I can't think of any other schemes that he's yeah. come up with. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they finish making the drink, and they market the drink as Simpson and Son Revitalizing Tonic. Now, before we continue, uh, our guest that we've had on for quite a, a few times, the Simpsons yes. man, yeah. actually made some, uh, I don't know if it was still the bottle, I don't think he could legally fill it with anything and ship it, uh, but, but head over to the Simpsons man's website, I believe he still has these bottles available. And he also makes really cool uh, wood signs with yes. sayings. Those Absolutely. are pretty awesome. I, I should really get one. I think he has one that says, I had sex. <laughs> uh, actually, so it's funny. Bring up signs. Um, I know this is kind of a side story, but there was a home on sale in Wisconsin where there was a sign above the bed that said, like, welcome to Pound Town or something. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, you could see it in the photos on the real estate website. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Homer and Abe are set up, and Homer asks the uh, just stamp the ticket guy, guy you know, like that goes to Flan. Like he, like when we talked to Warren, Warren pointed that out too. Like he was, I can't remember what the episode us and Warren talked about last, but he was in that, and then okay. it was like it was the one where uh, Flanders is kind of going. Out. He, the guy asked for like if he validates parking, oh, and he's like okay. just stamp the ticket. Yeah, so Homer asks that guy if he's having uh, trouble satisfying his wife, <laughs> and rightfully so. The guy punches him because you don't really ask a, a, a man if he's satisfying his wife. Yeah, um, that's not a so, very good sales tactic. No, and so Abe's like, Homer, you're an idiot. And he's like, let me give it a try. And Abe stands up. He goes, step right up, folks, and witness the magnificent medicine, medicine, medicinal miracle of Simpson and Sons patented revitalizing tonic. Put some... 
ardor in your larder with our energizing, moisturizing, tantalizing, romanticizing, surprising, herprising, revitalizing tonic. (gasps) (gasps) (sighs) Um, And they're not going to make a lot of money. And then everyone cheers. Yeah. Everyone's like, holy crap. But they're not going to make a lot of money. They're selling it for a dollar. I mean, I mean, this is 94. So maybe whatever they bought to make this stuff only cost them maybe like 50 cents total per bottle. I, I don't know. But man. even so, like, sell it for five bucks, man. Dude, man. I, well, I guess I don't, I'm sure Viagra was out in the 90s. I mean, what, yeah. they're selling that for like, what, 70 bucks a pill or some shit? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Well, now you but, can get a prescription for it. Exactly. But I'm just saying, a dollar, they could have done $5 a bottle, yeah. $10 a bottle. Yeah. Well, maybe people would just assume it was like a snake oil okay. thing, which well, it kind of yeah, okay. was. Yes. Okay. Start at a dollar. And then once you realize it's actually working. Yeah. Hike up the price, man. Yeah. So then uh, Professor Frank decides to buy a bottle and he drinks it and he transforms into a suave man with a deep voice, which is a reference to Jerry Lewis's transform uh, transformation into Buddy Love in the original Nutty Professor. You must have looked that up because I didn't. Know I did. That. I did. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. I, I found that reference. So. I like it. That's a good one. And so now we see all the different people who bought it. Uh, Millhouse's parents bought bought the tonic, <laughs> and Kirk uh, uh, told, tells Millhouse that he uh, bought a pop up tent for him to use every <laughs> single <laughs> night. <laughs> but I like it. Would you catch that uh, that when he came in, he told Luann that they could push the twin beds together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so were they starting to have marital issues? Now right. I've heard, I have heard that it does kind of help with like relationships if you don't sleep in the same bed. I have well, heard that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know when it happened. I know uh, Shay's parents sleep in separate beds. But they're still married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's also possible, like, I mean, I, I dated a, a woman where uh, she hated sleeping next to me because I give, a, give out a crap ton of body heat. Like, yeah. I am warm as shit at night. Now, if I were to date a woman who's consistently cold... She would probably like to sleep next to me, but I mean, like it's something like that. If, if two people run, you know, hot when they're sleeping, you don't want to sleep next to each other. No, that's when you get a bigger bed or you get separate beds or a bigger bed. King size bed, man. I mean, I guess. And so, uh, then we see Dr. Herbert, um, has bought it and he notes to his wife that he will get mild poisoning because of the conditions of how Abe made the tonic. But he's like, screw it. I get to have sex. So he drinks it anyways. And he drinks it like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> He gives us a laugh. Yeah, so now we cut to a deserted Springfield uh, where the kids are in the town by themselves. And Bart Milhouse are like, where are the adults? And Nelson comes up. He's like, who cares? I run things now. And then Bart Milhouse and Nelson just kind of stand around awkwardly. And then Nelson's like, carry on. <laughs> I mean, okay, look, I love the back half of the story here. I yeah. absolutely do. But I feel like why are why are all the adults having sex in the middle of the day? Would they just wait till the nighttime to drink the tonic? I mean, it, it la- I mean, it kicks it's, in like right away. Well, yeah, because it's like dinner time. Exactly. I mean, what are you guys doing? Yeah, um and so uh, Bart tells Milhouse that uh, UFOs or other paranormal stuff is going on. And uh, Milhouse is like, oh, that must be true because you got that from a book. Damn straight. Oh, God. And then I, I love how, like, Ralph is coming up and, like, he keeps walking into the wall. 
Really? I didn't like, know. I f- it feels like that's what he was doing. I don't know. And he goes up to Martin Milhouse and he's like, can you cook my dinner for me? I'm not allowed to touch the stove. Which is fair. I mean, one, he's a kid and two, yes. he's Ralph. Yeah, but I like, like how I, he's carrying around a TV dinner. Well, I mean, it's it's Chief Wiggum, you know. It's yep. probably what he feeds Ralph. Um, so then we cut, I'm assuming to like the next day or like a few days later. Yep. And Homer, Homer and Abe are packing up the station wagon. And Abe tells him to hurry up because they have to get to uh, Frigid Falls, Mount, <laughs> Mount Seldom, Sel- and oh, Lake my... Flaccid. Okay. I, I, you know, I was going to say Mount Seldom's my favorite city, but I feel like maybe Lake Flaccid's my favorite city. <laughs> well, Lake Flaccid is also a play on the uh, town in, was it New York, Lake Placid? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but Mount Seldom, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I think that is very clever. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I like all three. I think they're all really clever. Yeah. Um, And so uh, Abe is being heard as they drive into Spittle County, which is the birthplace of the Lugie, which I believe this is actually the the second second time time we've seen the sign. Because that's where uh, Lurleen lives. That is true. And then I love how Abe's like, and that's what's wrong with Bart's generation. Oh now God. let me tell you what's wrong with your generation, because Homer doesn't. Because like this whole this all comes about because Homer tells Marge he doesn't want to be stuck in the car with Abe because he talks yes. too much. Oh uh, God, and that's but that's old people. They're like, this yep. is what's wrong with your generation. My generation was so good. No, you weren't. Um, I got to go. I got to go on sales calls with Dad after school sometimes. I went like once or twice because I mean when I did it, it was at the very tail end of the you know, the liquor distribution business that grandpa had. Yep. Did dad talk your ear off? A little bit, but did he tell you that's what was wrong with your generation? (laughs) No, actually, although he still does bug me about my music. I listen to, well, I mean, now it's funny that this is brought up because there is a baseball game that, uh, our dad, my dad, uh, our dad and I went on cause I don't think her mom could go. And I, it was like in the mid 2010s and I actually brought up to him about the recession. I'm like, you know, it's your generation's fault. We're in this mess. <laughs> I did that to him. And it's no, kind of true because it's the baby boomer generation that nope. kind of screwed everything for everybody. Um, anyways, I, I, I hope I didn't offend our older listeners. Um, yeah. So uh, Abe wants to demonstrate the tonic. And he's like, let me choose a volunteer. You right there. Uh, we've never met before, have we? <laughs> and one of the yokels is like, his face is on the bottle. <laughs> but you know what's funny about this? What? Like, like I get that it was like uh, uh, the snake oil tactic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, the, but they know it works. Yeah. They know it works. There, I would feel like there should be no reason that they need to play that card. Yeah, but I don't think the the uh, the hillbillies know that it work. Although, I mean, the stereotype is they're not smart people. So, yeah, you're right. You probably don't need to do the snake oil bit. No, you don't. Well, okay, not okay. Look, Homer knows it works. He's already taken it. Yeah, he knows the stuff works. Like, you, I I I feel like. They didn't have to do that. I mean, they did it as a bit for the snake oil thing, I think. Yeah. But but in reality, yeah, they didn't have to do it. No, no, they did not. So then uh, as Homer, so like now they're getting chased away by the hillbillies because they lied. And Homer and Grandpa are uh, 
uh, driving away and uh, they're getting chased. And while they're getting chased, Foggy Mountain Breakdown is being played as that getaway music. And Ho- and uh, Homer's like, well, they wouldn't have started chasing us if you didn't turn on that music. On the getaway music. <laughs> music. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And then they turn it off and they stop chasing them. <laughs> oh, that was good. And so, you know, Bart and the other kids are now, you know, trying to uh, figure out what's going on. They're yeah. like, the neighborhood's dead. And like, where are all the grownups? And Bart's like, okay. It's now painfully clear the adults are definitely paving the way for an invasion by the saucer people. <laughs> and Milhouse, you fool! You can't see see it's a massive government conspiracy. Where have they gotten to you too? And then they just start fighting over each other. Oh, that's good. At least like, hey, 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 stop it, stop it! Why are you guys jumping to such ridiculous conclusions? Have you ever heard of Occam's Razor? The simplest explanation is probably the correct one. And Bart's like, oh, so if you're the, so what's the simplest explanation? And I love how Lisa does this sarcastically. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're all reverse vampires <laughs> and they have to get home before dark. <laughs> what's a reverse vampire? Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. And everyone's like, ah, reverse vampires, reverse vampires. <laughs> and uh, I, I, uh, and we'll get to it later. Lisa, Lisa tells us what a reverse vampire is, but basically, oh. basically they have to get home before dark because yeah. they're scared of the dark or something. That's basically oh. the bottom line. And so Homer and grandpa, you know, stop at uh, this dilapidated house. Hold on. Time out. Regular vampires can't be in the light. So exactly. what a reverse. So what a reverse. Okay, so yeah, they can't reverse be in vamp- the dark. dark. Okay, okay, okay. You had Continue. to think on that one. You had to think. Yeah, on I that had one. to think on that one. It, t- <laughs> uh, it took me more than I probably should have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so uh, next, we cut to grandma, grandpa, and Homer, and they stop at this dilapidated house. And Homer's like, "Ew, why are we stopping at this dump?" And Grandpa's like, "That's the house you grew up in, son." And was like, wow, let's go find that hot dog tree I planted. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, obviously we learn a little bit more about Homer's life later on. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. And But the one thing we have, we'll have to put a pin in, during the hippie episode, Yeah. didn't they go back to Homer's house? Or was, uh, that, the, was that a different farm that Grandpa worked at? I think that was a different farm, but yeah, we'll have to come back to that. We'll have to come back to that because obviously, as we learn at the end of the episode, they can't really go back. No. Um, and so uh, grandpa says uh, they had to close up the farm when the cows started giving sour milk. And he says, something must have spooked them good. And we get a flashback of Homer just jumping around and knowing the cows. <laughs> Stupid cow. Yeah. I mean, I that would do it. So it was all Homer's fault. Yep. All Homer's fault. And Homer and Abe walk into the house and Abe wonders what the old house would say if the walls could talk. And <laughs> Abe pulls a, I'm guessing a light, uh, light switch yes. um, in the ceiling and uh, the ceiling falls right onto Abe. A bunch of stuff hits him and Homer starts laughing and then he's crushed by the bathtub. And Homer's dead once again. Yep. Yeah, Abe was hit with like a toaster and a tricycle and obviously the the drywall from the ceiling. Must have been a whole over Okay, okay, there was an upstairs. I was like I'm trying yeah. to imagine like the outside of the house. I'm like, wasn't that a rambler? Was there yeah. really an upstairs? But yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, there was an upstairs. And so 
Abe and Homer, you know, walk into another room and we see that uh, uh, there's like a burn in of Homer sitting <laughs> watching the TV, like yeah. a gas shadow from the Radiation King. <laughs> so Homer has uh, cancer now? Probably. Well, he, he works has... at a nuclear power plant. Yeah, he has a lot of radiation. Yeah. Homer has a lot of radiation. And yeah. so uh, Homer thinks back to when he, when he was a boy uh, watching like, JFK on the screen. And yeah. young Homer walks into the kitchen and he's like, uh, look at me, your uh, mom. I'm her, uh, President Kennedy. And Homer's mom's like, oh, Abe, maybe our Homer could, Homer could grow up to be president someday. And Abe's like, you, <laughs> president, this is the greatest country in the world. We've got a whole system set up to keep people like you from ever becoming president. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that day has passed. Quit day, quit eat, quit your daydreaming, Dreaming Melonhead. Head. And then we flash back to the to the future. It's like quit your daydreaming, Melonhead. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's uh, yeah. like, it's like, Dad. Or I guess, well, they get. Is it in the house or is it into the car? They flash into the car. And he's like, oh, it's because of you that I could have grown up to be president. You didn't yeah. believe in me. Yeah, he's like, Dad, how come you never gave me any encouragement? Maybe right. I could have been something more than I am, like a travel agent, to a great <laughs> scientist, or the inventor of a hilarious refrigerator alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did invent the Homer. Yeah, well, right? but that wasn't good. Yeah, that failed. Um, and, uh, and you know, Homer and Abe are starting to fight in the car and then Abe even chokes Homer, like Homer chokes Bart. Yeah. So so that's obviously, uh, where he got it. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Homer kicks Abe out of the car and, uh, leaves him strange. Like, get out. Well, why did he kick him out of the car? Oh, that's right. So Abe reveals to Homer that if he hadn't drinking that tonic, he would have never been born and Abe would have been happy. And he told her just slams on the brakes. Yeah. Because yeah, it was an it, accident. Yeah. You were an accident. Technically, technically I was an accident. Uh, our parents did want two kids. Um, however, after you were born, the doctors told our mom she would not have another kid. Uh, they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> very, very wrong. Very wrong. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Homer kicks Abe out of the car and leaves him stranded in the middle of nowhere. He's like, well, as long as I remember my army training. Uh, <laughs> and then it, like, goes from day to night. Yep. Yeah, he's he's stranded. He's yep. gone. And so, eventually, Abe shows up at the Simpson house with flowers. He's yep. like, I'm sorry, son. And then he, he uh, shoves the flowers through the uh, through the door. Because Homer like, slammed the door in his face. Yep, and then he like puts his hand through the the, the uh, thing and <laughs> waves at him. Hi. Oh <laughs> uh, God, yeah, that's great. So uh, so Marge then decides to talk to Homer, and she's like, "Homie, are you really going to ignore Grandpa for the rest of your life? Of course not, Marge. Just for the rest of his life. He hey, said I was sense. an accident. Yeah, he said I was an accident. He didn't want to have me." You didn't want to have Bart. I know, <laughs> but you're never supposed to tell the child. I was like, you tell Bart all the time. You told him this morning. But when I do it, it's cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, no, no, not really. Yeah, um, Bart, Bart, Bart was a mini golf baby. 
Yes, he was. He was an accident. So now we cut to the uh, Bart and the kids in the treehouse. Um, and Bart's like, so finally, we're all in agreement about what's going on with the adults. Millhouse. Millhouse is like, okay, here's what we've got. The Rain Corporation in conjunction with, pointing to Bart, the saucer people. Who's the Bart, Rand Corporation? I don't no. Is that the uh, the Rand the Rand from uh, Iron Fist? N- no. What was his uh, name? Danny Rand. Danny Rand. Yeah. He ran the um, Rand Corporation. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly don't know if that's a comic book reference or not. I it might be. Um, and then Bart nods. He's like, "Thank you." And uh, Melhouse, under the su- supervision of, pointing to Lisa, the reverse vampires, and Lisa just sighs and rolls her <laughs> eyes. Um, Melhouse is like, finishes up, are forcing our parents to go to bed early in a fiendish plot to eliminate the meal of dinner. We're through <laughs> the looking glass here, people. And that line is a reference to the Oliver Stone movie, JFK. Uh, good pulls. Good pulls. Yeah, good pulls this episode. And so Homer, you know, tries to explain the situation uh, between him and Abe to the children, but Bart's eating a candy bar and gets distracted. Yeah. And so They're like nutty, <laughs> chewy, put that away, boy. <laughs> uh, so Homer, you know, promises, makes a promise to the kids to spend more time with them because, you know, he, him and Abe had a fight and he wants to make sure they, they don't end up like that. And uh, he's like, I want to give you the attention that you guys deserve. So he like picks him up and hold, like hugs him, but like chokes him. And yeah. guess what Homer did? He forgot about Maggie. God, poor Maggie this episode, man. Yeah. The forgotten child. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, because of the, uh, the uh, di- differences uh, between Homer and Abe at the point, at this point, Abe, tries to use Barney to sell oh the tonic. My God. But that's a terrible idea because like Barney he, falls down drunk. Well, I like how he calls him his son too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then again, no one questions that. Why does he not look like that on the bottle? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So, uh, yeah. And then we cut to Homer with now, now he has Maggie and like one of those baby huggy things, but he's like eating chips and like getting crumbs all over her. Yep. So, you know, clearly he still doesn't care about her. And, uh, He's like, Homer goes to Bart, Bart, it's time I teach you how to ride a bike. And he pulls out, I'm assuming Lisa's bike. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he decides to uh, ride it. But Bart's like, I already know how to ride a bike. And that's a girl's bike. Well, it's like, no offense, Homer, but your half-assed under-parenting was a lot more fun than your half-assed (laughs) over-parenting. He's like, like, but I'm using my whole ass. Dad, it's just that too much of your love can be scary. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, the reason that's said is because Lisa's in a homemade tire swing that apparently Homer took like right off of a car and didn't clean it out. And so now Lisa's hurt. And so Homer tells the kids. He also put it way up the fucking that tree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, Lisa can't get down by herself. No, not at all. No, and so Homer is like, "All right, kids. Well, I got some serious thinking to do," and he walks oh, away. Great line. And, and Bart Lisa's like, "I think he meant some serious drinking." 
Yes. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah, because it's Homer. Homer is going to go drink, not think. Oh, that was a good line. That was, that a, was great a great line. Yeah. So uh, when Homer leaves the house, so this is kind of a animation error, I think. So when Homer leaves the house, he leaves in the station wagon. But when he oh. gets to the farmhouse, he is in his car. Wow, I must have missed that. Yeah. Orange station wagon, pink four-door sedan. Come on, Simpson animators. Unbelievable. Terrible. Um, yep. So then, uh, so uh, so Homer walks around the house and he's like, well, how can I be a good dad when I didn't have a good dad? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, you really think about it, you know, unless somebody really, unless two parents really take it upon themselves to not be like their parents and hope that their kid has a better life than they did at growing up. It's a cycle. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I like how he's in the house kind of wandering around. He kicks the wall and a book falls down, revealing a picture of Homer meeting Abe as Santa Claus. And Homer's like, but my dad was so bad. He wasn't even there the morning I met Santa Claus. (laughs) And then he like, looks at like dad realizes that his dad was actually Santa Claus. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, Homer lights the picture on fire because obviously they're using like candles matches. in the house or matches. Well, he's using a match to look around. To see, look around, yeah. And then he starts waving the the picture around and spreading fire everywhere. And I'm not quite sure <laughs> I don't, that's how fire works. No, that's not how fire works. Now, if he like dropped it. Like, that's a very old house, and that house is probably very dry wood. So if yes. he had dropped oh, yeah. it, and then, yeah, it probably would have started on fire, but he's, like, waving it around. It's a small picture. I know. And so, but then, but here's, okay, so we see Abe across the house where yep. he uh, started, where he started a fire in the fireplace. Yeah. And, you know, he's blaming the tonic for all the, all the trash. And he throws the tonic into the fire because it's caused all this damage. Yeah. The tonic explodes, which causes the house to catch on fire. Now that's how fire works. <laughs> God, what was in that tonic? Everything. Like, how much flammable shit was in there? A lot. Um, I don't think Dr. Herbert, I don't think the parents got mild poisoning. I think they got extreme poisoning. Yeah. It was like they drink gasoline, basically. I mean, pretty look, much. I'm sure, I'm sure there was cologne in there. I mean, dude was grabbing everything from his medicine cabinet, man. I think that, so in, in the medicine cabinet, I should have paused it and wrote, written what was down there. But the one thing I do remember that was in there that I don't think he grabbed was asbestos pills. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. That'd be that would make it poisonous. Yes, but but it's funny. Homer great at mixing things to make yes. a drink. Yeah. Abe good at things making a drink, but at least Homer grabs stuff from his uh, kitchen cupboard. Yeah, and not the medicine cabinet, except for the cough syrup. Yes, but wasn't that in the cupboard too? He didn't yes. go to the bathroom. That was no, it was all in the cupboard. cupboard. You're right. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, they, they walk out of the house and, uh, Homer, you know, they bump walk Steve. Okay. Run out of the house (laughs) and Homer and Abe literally run into each other, you know, as they're running around the house, you know, and Homer's like, no, I'm a screw up. I burned down our house. And Grab's like, no, I'm a screw up. I burned down our house. And Homer's like, you know what? What? We're both screw up. <laughs> and, like, and, you know, yeah, they obviously are. And Abe agrees with Homer that, you know, he never said anything nice to Homer and asks, you know, well, are you going to say something now? 
Yeah. And, you know, I was like, ah, I really haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and Abe, you know, tells Homer he was proud he wasn't a short man. Aw, oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> How about we go roll around on the ground? Because they both caught fire. Yep. Oh, what a great episode. I absolutely love this episode. This is one of my, I, I would, I can't, I don't know if I want to say top 10, but definitely top 20 episodes of the Simpsons. I would watch this episode over and over again in a heartbeat. I mean, the grandpa saying sex line, <laughs> I mean, that's that, that just says everything right there. Um, I mean, I love the, the Homer grandpa dynamic. We really don't see that all too much in many episodes. Yeah. So it was kind of see to see their father and son yeah. kind of bonding. So that's really cool. Um, they did a really great job opening the episode. I mean, oh, yeah, it was, absolutely. it was a simple, simple, a storyline. I mean, I, yeah. I guess if you call the kids be a B storyline, but I mean, it, and it really it, wasn't because it was it was kind of more of the offshoot of because of the consequences of the parents drinking tonic. Ex- exactly, it wasn't. A, so it I, wasn't I would a call complete... it I, I would call it one A and two A. Yeah, exactly. No full on storyline. Absolutely loved it. It was great. I'm saying everything's coming up Millhouse. I mean, Millhouse had yeah. a great idea this episode too. So yeah, I, yeah. I, this I, is a fan. This is a fantastic episode. Um. I love the references, uh, even even in the chalkboard gag. We had a great reference. Um, yep. This the I w- I don't know if I put this in my top twenty. It's a very very good episode. It's definitely a five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. I mean, it has probably the most to me one of the like top five most iconic scenes for me with the Al Gore singing saying "I will" to c- celebration by Cool <laughs> the Gang. Like yeah. we we we've hit like the last couple of episodes that we had Ralph saying me fail English. That's impossible. We have the Al Gore. I mean, those are like the two to three lines. I probably quote the most out of the Simpsons. Yeah. By no, far. Ab- absolutely fantastic. And I, I love, I love, I love the, the, the little side story with the kids. I want to, what's the conclusion of that story? Okay. So did the parents just, well, obviously the tonic dried up, right? Yeah, so all the, everyone in Springfield stopped having sex again. Yeah, but <laughs> what did what did so Bart and the back. kids do? <laughs> okay, so the, they just let it run its course. They didn't try to investigate any further. No, I don't think so. Okay, I I, maybe, yeah, it, that that was great. It was it was it's a great episode. I don't really the only nitpick I have is a few of the animation errors in it. Yeah, which I mean, there's just the one with the cars. Yeah, there's not much, man. This episode is uh, absolutely fantastic. Every every scene hit the right notes. It was well written, well put together, and uh, yeah, well directed by Wes Archer. Good job, yep. guys. Good job, team. Three cheers. All right, so let's finish it off with our uh, character profile. And God, I can't believe it took this long to get this gentleman. Oh, uh, but- oh my God. But this week we are going to give you Mayor Quimby, the uh, pride and joy of Springfield. (laughs) Pride and joy. Nope. All right. His occupation, chief executive of the town of Springfield. Which is just a fancy way of saying the mayor. Yep. He's also known (laughs) as Diamond Joe Quimby. Yep. Because he has diamonds in his teeth. I don't know. I don't know how he got that nickname. 
Nope, uh, not a his, clue. His duties include polling the electorate, declaring meaningless holidays, fact-finding missions on tropical islands. <laughs> um, yeah. His uh, pains in the rear, getting caught with his pants down, Chief Clancy Wiggum, yeah. inside Joe Bob. Yeah. All yeah. pains in his asses. Yeah. His uh, secret shame, uh, he has a tax credit. What? I'm sorry. He's a tax cheat. He is. Uh, yeah. Wife, he's a wife swapper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a secret shame. I don't think he has shameful tendencies for this. I think no. he just likes to do it. Yeah. He's a pot smoker. That's not a shame. No. Uh, former illiterate. <laughs> just like Krusty that. the Clown. Yeah. Now they both can read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his best pickup line. How would you like a uh, street named after you? Oh, my God. I wish I had some form of power like that just to try that pickup line. I know, right? We should buy our own town, yeah. have a bunch of people over, and uh, try it out. Yeah. It could be good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. We've learned a lot about grandpa and sex this episode. So yeah. uh, take it take it as you will. This is a very, very dirty episode. So Yeah. You know, it is it is what it is. So uh, you guys can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. You can shoot an email to us, The Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to give us a phone call on 612-584-0986 and let us know what you think of our uh, wonderful podcast, things you might want to know in the future. Or uh, you can give us our corrections because or our thoughts. We always <laughs> ask our our, cust- our uh Customers. Our customers, our, uh, <laughs> our listeners, our listeners, um, you know, if they understand or know anything about a certain, uh, you know, topic in our episode. So we'd always like to hear you guys. So give us a phone call and listen to Jaden LeBron's uh, voicemail message. You can find us on YouTube for all our backlogged episodes. Uh, just search Simpsons did it uh, podcast in YouTube and you're going to get it. Uh, which is awesome. Um, we're only at about 52 subscribe 56 subscribers now. We've actually got four more. So uh, make sure to subscribe, like, comment on all of our uh, episodes on YouTube. Um, lastly, if you'd like to donate to our podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons did it and donate a, donate a duff or two and we'll send you some stickers in return. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been... The Simpsons did it. Shh.